my tiny, tiny apartment had no like bathtub. I was like, I have to soak my feet in Epsom salts, yeah. at least just some relief of something. I was like that, that I can do that. And, um, I have, I was soaking my feet in, um, these uh, saucepans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all they had was pots and pans, so I got <laughs> hot water. Put <laughs> essence off and had one foot in each pan. <laughs> Weird times. This is a mistake. This is kind of like a microphone in front of my face is kind of fulfilling that child in me mm-hmm. that had the karaoke machine that was like. I'm going to be Britney Spears. Yeah. So it's kind of, I feel like I've come back to myself right now. Do you want to tr- give it a try? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> come on. Yeah. I had this, uh, I had a carry. I was okay. I grew up as, I mean, basically an only child. My brother's eight years older than me. And then my two sisters are older than him. So mm-hmm. I was the kid alone in the house, yeah. you know? And, uh, my mom is a twin, And so I was, and also my kid pictures looked so much like my mom and my aunt's kid pictures that one time when I was a kid, I saw their kid pictures and was like, there's me. Where's that other girl? Because I was convinced that I had a twin that they didn't tell me about. And so, and then they like tried to explain, oh, that's us. And then, but then I was dead set on having a twin. Yeah. (laughs) So I created one and her name was Molly. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, you know, I didn't have anybody to play Barbies with. So Molly played. And then, you know, when the karaoke machine came along. I don't know, though. I don't know if I let Molly. I kind of stole the stage on that one. (laughs) That was my that was my domain. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She was more behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like hype girl. Yeah. 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 Uh, But I had this Barbie video camera I got for Christmas one year. And I just recently in it recorded to a vhs and i recently found the vhs oh wow yes and that thing is gold i mean (laughs) embarrassingly so but i would like i said hook up my karaoke machine i literally would record myself i'd set up my camera i don't even know how i did it like i don't (laughs) think i had a tripod so it's kind of brilliant really that i even got because i was by myself (laughs) um and i would i mean i would just sing my heart out i'd get dressed up as if it were a concert like i'd just gone to a britney spears concert and she Uh. had all these like elaborate stage costumes and then changes and so I followed suit. Right. Yeah. And I'd create these looks in my closet and then come out and then sing my heart out into this <laughs> camera yeah. with my microphone. <laughs> and then, I mean, it was filled with that. And then my uh, best friend, my childhood best friend was my neighbor. And so she came over and then we created these just like improv episodes of who knows what and her little brother we would make him like be in them too i don't know that he had any choice in the matter but yeah. um yeah just create all this kind of weird like movies i don't know and yeah and then also i was really into spy stuff mm. i think that i don't i don't know what influence oh you spy know kids? what you remember yes but not really <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't really my jam but you remember that Get a Clue movie yes. with Lindsay Lohan? I think that was around that time. Mm. I was really into, I mean, I was a decom kid. 
I loved them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that that uh, in, I think yeah, wasn't Brenda Song in that? I think so. Yeah, she was like my girl when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I think I was really into that, and I would like set that Barbie camera up. And what was cool is the feed would run through my TV and my like my room yeah so i'd set it up and like spy on my parents and then be up and, and then they'd, they'd and i'd be watching them <laughs> and then, and then they'd, they'd find the camera and they'd be like hannah we see yeah. <laughs> and I'd run down there and grab it and then run back up to my room <laughs> yeah that was a, that was that's a incredible weird, very was a, high tech yeah but also just such a weird kid <laughs> left in my own devices of, yeah. yeah but only child props. Yeah. My my family has a shop and I would, I when I was a kid, I was like the shop kid my entire life. Still am. And uh, I would sell the customers that came in paper clips that I would find for a dollar. Oh. You whoa. know, and I made some money. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's. But then, you know, people were like, okay, I can give this kid a dollar. And yeah. so I, I tricked them. I ended up making some money on paper clips <laughs> that I found in like the storage closet. <laughs> yeah. I wish I still had that. Like, I'm like, what is my paper clip of today? Like, how can yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> how can I create that scenario again? Yeah. But I, I have to be honest. I don't think it was the paper clips that sold them. <laughs> I think it was the, just a yeah. cute little kid. Yeah. All so right. maybe find a cute little so kid. So I'm out of luck. No, just find a little kid. And- <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, true. I'll put out a Facebook ad. Yeah. <laughs> I think Need that'll kid. go over really well. For money. <laughs> Not creepy. <Yeah. laughs> Must be a good business. Just man. need them to sell paper. Clips. Yeah. <laughs> Child labor, <laughs> but in the best way. <laughs> They'll make money too. Yeah. yeah. If Five they cents. have a good day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll work on commission. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in high school, I got um, sent to ISS, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I, I had nothing to do but my homework, Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like weeks prepared at this point. <laughs> like, I didn't do anything but homework that day, and yeah. I was like, I've caught up and gone farther <laughs> than I have my entire schooling, because I was literally just doing that, so uh-huh. I'm trying to... That taught me a lesson I should have carried with me. Yeah. Beyond that, like if you actually focus, you get can get done. stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty yeah. easily. Who knew? <laughs> I was homeschooled, uh-huh. so you'd think that would be what would happen all the time. No, I think if it were it's me, it's very oh. much the opposite. I, bet. I, my mom would get so. I was the worst homeschooler. Mm-hmm. Like especially in high school, I didn't care. I didn't think I was going to college. I was like, I don't need any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I had DVDs because my mom couldn't teach me things at that point, mm-hmm. and so I turned the DVDs on and go to sleep, so that if I heard her walking down the stairs, I could wake up and pretend like I'm watching. But I have a pillow and a blanket over me, and I'm like, I'm yeah. just cozy. Yeah. And she's like, Marthalyn, I know you've been sleeping. I'm like, no, what are you talking about? She just said this because they were all basically the same every single day. And I'm watching this video from the 90s. Like, What sent you to ISS? I was late too many times. Also got a really? paddling Oh, because what? I was late too many times. That's a thing? I Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> really? <laughs> they did not paddle in my school. And You're I'm older kidding. than you. You're kidding me. That's, wow. No. 
I'm from Sand Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's they... from Prattville. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I yeah, they paddled my entire just for being too late. For well, for me, I had like multiple offenses of being too late. Yeah, but how old were you? I was in high school. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> is, isn't it? Yeah. No, they did. I mean, and they would, when I, th- like, they had these, they were huge planks. Yeah. I mean, wooden, pl- and, and I mean, they would paddle from kindergarten all the way up. So wow. the kindergartners got the same paddling oh, that the 12th graders, because I mean, it's just a wouldn't break yeah. their leg. I don't know. Now, you know, I've never really thought about how crazy that is until this moment. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was just it was just how it was. And that's really terrible. I feel like that's like a sign of abuse or something. Especially yeah. you just know what? for tardiness. E- well, yeah, but the, I mean, some kids had worse offenses than yeah. that. And I don't know that. I mean, I like you're trying to justify being hit by a teacher with a giant wooden paddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and some of these teachers, too, are, like, very aggressive and, sure, you know, yeah. like, big, strong men that, yeah. like, you know, oh. kind of... A man didn't paddle me, so that at least was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was a woman. Can you imagine if you're late, like, four times at your job and they they try to paddle <laughs> you? <laughs> like, yeah. that's what school is. It's supposed to... Prepare like... you for the real yeah. world. Yeah. That's not real. No. <laughs> abuse in the workplace like (laughs) all right you've been late four times go get my paddle (laughs) yeah no it's super weird isn't it but i got paddled and then the second time because i had i don't remember how many offenses you had to get to you you got a choice you either got a paddle or private school public okay k through 12 so that that doesn't make it better. No, no. <laughs> um, uh, so, what was it? Oh, you got to choose. So you got a paddling or you got ISS. And I think first time I chose the paddling. And the second time I was like, eh, let's try the other one. I was just like seeing like, I mean, not that the pa- paddling was terrible. It really wasn't. Yeah. But because she like the woman that paddled me also was like, quit being like she wasn't she was like okay i gotta do this because to say i did it but she didn't like abuse it or anything and then the second time i can't believe i'm saying like all this right now (laughs) (laughs) like somebody's gonna listen to this and be like where what backwoods place in america did she come from from? like really though like (laughs) the holler like yeah (laughs) Um, the thing is it doesn't it really when you said that I was like, oh, that's weird. But then it didn't really connect how weird it actually is. Because, like, my dad got paddled in school. Yeah. But he grew up in Ellisville, Mississippi. Yeah. Town of, like, I don't know how many it used to be. But it's only, like, 1,500 now. Yeah. <laughs> and they have a the town- like, community college there, too. Wait, weird. We do, too. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we're so small. Yeah. How to, but, yeah. They're probably like, this is a way to bring people here. Right. Let's paddle them. Oh no! I'm at <laughs> <laughs> the community college. Sign me I up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
Paddling in school seems very much like our parents' generation, yeah. not our generation. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say stuck. we are um, ahead of the curve yeah. in that regular <laughs> progressive city <laughs> in <laughs> Rainsville, Alabama. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I went to a K-12 school. When I was in high school, my town, I think I was in high school, maybe junior high, my town got their second stoplight. So booming metropolis at this point. That's so crazy to think. Yeah. My dad's town was a little more ahead of you. I think they got their second stoplight during his childhood or maybe his college years. But my granddad helped install it because he owned the town hardware store. Mm Mm-hmm. He was colorblind, so he hung it upside down. So, is it, did for it, the long time, the only stoplight was hung upside down. <laughs> I wish they kind of left it that way. I know that's for kinda, the like first stoplight or yeah. the first red light. Yeah, that would be cool. I feel like that could be like a tourist attraction. Yeah. Like, go, Maybe. let's go see the upside down stoplight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When I was one of my proudest childhood moments was mm. in Rainsville. Alabama, where they still paddle kids. <laughs> Do they still paddle kids? I don't know. Okay. I, I can't say yes or no because I have no idea. I don't. I don't. I don't really keep up with what's going on in Rainsville, <laughs> right, right. especially <laughs> not the school exam. system. Yeah, no. I'm like, okay, thanks, <laughs> thanks, but I'm gone. Um, yeah, I when I was in elementary school, we read this story in our reading book about these park. I don't remember what the story was, but it was about park benches. I don't even remember the context because that seems so weird to have a yeah. story about park benches. <laughs> but our teacher, our park didn't have park benches. And our teacher was like, y'all should write the mayor. And so I wrote the mayor and he came to our class. Oh, wow. And like I got my picture made with him. And he installed the park benches. <gasps> nice. And like what? my letter was one of the ones that I don't, I mean, I think everyone wrote them, yeah. but like mine was one that was like picked out or something. So I like to think that I'm yeah. semi-responsible <laughs> for Rainsville, Alabama's park benches. You are. <laughs> That's like. <city> incredible. <laughs> Even to this day, I walk by them and I'm like. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome for that. Seat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been on the curb. I know they aren't the prettiest things. I would have chosen different ones, but you know they didn't ask me. So, well, but they're there. You can always write another letter to the mayor. That's true. That's true. What yeah. it would learn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those lessons. Yeah. Yeah. So also, I love the phrase "picture made." It sounds like so antiquated, but in a good way. Like what? I have my picture made with this person. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Is that not normal? Is that not a normal saying? I think I say it, but I, I think know. also picture taken. Yeah, oh. I feel like that's more common picture these days. But picture made does make me feel like there's a guy, I can't remember yeah. what they're called. A photographer. No, <laughs> I know what a photographer is, but there's like a specific type of... Um, Tintype? Yep. Yeah. That's what I was thinking it seems of. seems very Because you're like making... Yeah. 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 <laughs> Instead of just... I, I didn't realize how much like southern idioms i have mm-hmm. in my vocabulary which i don't even know. i mean that's the thing is i'm not even aware of them until yeah. they're pointed out yeah um one of the most recent um last yeah last year i was working on a film and my boss is 
from Las Vegas, LA, and then did school up in like New England. And so she had never been to the South. Yeah. We had to go do a run at Walmart and we went together and she got um, a cart and then I, which now I say cart because of the story, she got a cart and then I got a cart and I was like, or I was going to get one and I was like, oh, do I need to get a buggy too? And she was like, what? <laughs> I was like, do you want me to get, do I need to get, do we need two buggies? And she was like, what are you saying? <laughs> I was like, a buggy. And she was like, a cart? I was like, oh, you don't call them buggies? <laughs> so she had never heard that before. Really? That's yeah. so I, and crazy. I, all these things I took back to my family. I was like, hey, did y'all know? People don't call these buggies elsewhere. <laughs> They're like, really? <laughs> so I'm reporting on the world. Yeah. <laughs> Back to You're like a little Ele- spy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go tell us what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, people are not paddling their kids anymore. <laughs> no. Update, update. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another one happened as well. Oh, it's so, it's it's like it hurts because it's so embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> but um and kind of just shows anyway, it's terribly embarrassing. But <laughs> the, I think it was this not the, maybe the same shopping trip, but around that time. No, I think it was the same because we were both there. We went and had to get like food props and stuff and I, we needed like, you know, the little sausages in the can that are disgusting. Mm -hmm. Well, my entire childhood, my papa and my mama and everyone that came after them Mm -hmm. has referred to them from them. Like this has just trickled down as (laughs) Vaina sausages. (laughs) And I... (laughs) I was about to ask her. I was asking her. I was like, hey, don't we need these Vienna? And as I said it and reached, I was like, oh my gosh, that says Vienna. <laughs> like I read the word. And I was for the, like at that time, 23 years old, yeah. I realized for the first time that Your is. life was a lie. I, literally, I felt betrayed. I called my mom. I was like, what do you call the sausages in the can? And she was like, Vienna. I was like, Mom, read it. It's Vienna. You have led me astray. You have sent me out in the world astray. It was awful. And she and I was like, you call everyone in the family and you tell them to correct their ways. This is not okay. It is Vienna. And we can read what. What is wrong with us? Yeah. So that was a very like, oh my gosh. And, but also for me, like, it's so weird what we accept. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause I mean, that's, I can read. Yeah. I know what the word Vienna is. Right. <laughs> I, and yet I had, oh, that was so embarrassing. I don't know that she called that. As she did buggy, <laughs> <laughs> but now she might because yeah. <laughs> it's recorded. <laughs> Be like, oh my gosh, backwoods, Hannah. Yeah, oh, I've that. done so many things like that too. Oh. Though I lived in Colorado for a year and a yeah. half, and I would just say things. I can't. There were so many things I can't even tell you how like 
what they were because people were like Martha Ellen what are you saying yeah also your name is Martha Ellen like why do you have to have so much name like <laughs> they just didn't they just called me Martha they were like that's I that's don't enough. understand the double name <laughs> <laughs> but starting from my name it was like a whole yeah. list of things that I don't know I I'm literally trying to think of things but I think I've corrected everything now to the point where I can't remember all the mistakes yeah. that I made I do remember my grandmother used to say shrimps. <laughs> Why? I don't know, There's... but she always said shrimps. And uh, so my whole family, like as kids growing up, mm-hmm. she'd be like, do you want some shrimps? <laughs> she doesn't have like a speech impediment or anything, but we always called them shrimps. Whenever uh-huh. we'd come back from our house, my parents were like, it's shrimp. Like it's shrimp. <laughs> My my mama has some funny ways of saying things. Yeah. It's yeah, it's kinda like the family joke of like my cousins and I oh, we will just crack up because the way she'll pronounce things or um oh my goodness, it's so funny. She's she's so great. My my favorite thing she says is uh someone will come in the shop and they'll be like Oh, how are you doing today? And she's, she'll go, I am blessed. <laughs> <laughs> like, not, oh, good, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I am blessed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, huh, I like you. it. All I love right. it. All right. There's some original content in that woman. She yeah. is. Yeah. Our grandmothers Burma. are really incredible people. My other grandmother, she used to say, um, naked is when you don't have any clothes on. Mm-hmm. Naked is when you don't have any clothes on and you're up to something. Oh, <laughs> so, <girl. Okay. laughs> my mom always says naked, and we're always like, "Mom, you up to something? Who, who's up to something? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on?" <laughs> I think in my childhood, I thought the same thing, but it was the reverse. But oh. I don't know that anyone like told me that. I just like naked sounded a little scandalous to me. It does, and I feel like naked is like. It's a little it's, more calm. It's more casual. Uh-huh. I think so, too. You just changed your clothes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's when you're up to something. Yeah. Do you have any weird ways of pronouncing things? Or I'm trying to think. I'm sure. The only one that stood out was more just... It's not like a Southern thing. It was just like a kid being okay. a kid. Uh, so we had a dog. Took it to the vet. I think something was wrong with him. And... We're getting him neutered. Mm-hmm. And so the doctor or the vet was like, well, there's, we're going to, he said in some way something about testicles. And then like, as soon as he walks out, I turned to my mom and said, what in the heck are technicals? <laughs> 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 and her and my sister had a laugh. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> You know what's another tricky word for kids that I just avoid even today at all costs because it just feels like I'm going to mess it up? Hmm. Condiments. Oh. It sounds too close like something else. Even when I was a kid, I was like, that's that's a dirty word. I can't say it. I can't. I think, I mean, not to be super cliche, but here goes. Um, Like the way I look back on stuff that didn't work out the way I hoped you know or whatever it's it I look back and I'm think I think okay that was not what I thought it was but at the same time like I wouldn't be 
where it like it led me right to where I needed to go even like because yeah there was there was um for instance I my last I did so I did two internships while I was in school and my first one I did with Elle magazine and that one was great and then I was like because and what was funny is like my entire from middle school or whenever it came out, I don't remember, but I would, I'm not a morning person by mm-hmm. any means at all. <laughs> like, so no. When you said, uh, do this in the morning, I was like, mm, my morning or normal human morning. <laughs> See, I was like, 10? Yeah. Throw it out oh, there. that was so great. Cause I'm, I'm good. Like, I, my natural morning does not happen before double digits mm. occur. Like, yeah. 9 a.m. No, but like 10. Yeah. All right. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I do not live in single digits. Yeah. Um, I don't either. But sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, there's a s- another seven o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> not the dark <laughs> one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm with you. And the only time I see sunrise is if I've stayed <laughs> up for <Yeah>. sunrise. <laughs> I'm like, Same. oh, it's beautiful. I need to see this more yeah. often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and my dad's, uh, when I, growing up, like, I would stay up all night, all uh-huh. the time. Just, like, by myself. Like, yeah. doing nothing. It's just, like, Me too. time would slip away. And he wakes up at 4.35 every single day. Mm-hmm. And he thinks I'm the craziest person because he'd wake up and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> He'd be like, you're so weird. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's fine. But anyway, so not a morning person by any means. And from like, I don't know, seventh grade on, I would wake up like an hour and a half earlier for like two years before school to watch The Devil Wears Prada <laughs> before school. <laughs> And I was like, this is my life. Like this, I want this so bad. I wanted to work for a fashion magazine. I wanted to move to New York. The summer before my seventh grade year two was the first time I went to New York. And I was like, this is it. This is where I'm going. Like I, I fell in love completely and yeah. was so dead set and went back to school that year with like, I'm moving to New York. I'm working in fashion. And every single person like laughed at me. They were like, oh, you'll change your mind. Oh, okay. And I was like, y'all laugh now, but like y'all be seeing later. And so it was, it's so weird to think back of like the determination and like solid mindset I had as like, what, how old are you then? Like 13? Yeah. 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 That's right. So that was, whoa, that was a long time. I was young. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not 13 anymore. But <laughs> breaking <Wow>. news. <laughs> what? <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> On E tonight. <laughs> Hannah's not 13. No. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. <laughs> but yeah, so I would wake up like an hour and a half before school um, to watch the Devil Wars Prada. And I'd be on my computer late at night looking at apartments in New York, like <laughs> 13 <laughs> years old. Literally, I, I, I can see the one that I would like I bookmarked and I'd go back to it every night and be like, Aww. is it still on the market? Is it st- like you think it'll wow. hold on? Like literally. I That's was, so sweet. I, <laughs> <laughs> it is. But uh, yeah, so I was determined. And so I ended up going through, um, well, 
actually, I forget about the blog days. So, and then in 10th grade, I started a fashion blog and all that. And then went to college and um, was like, okay, I'm going to study apparel merchandising because I'm going to go work in New York and I'm going to work in a fashion magazine. And it was still the whole Devil Wears Prada dream. Mm -hmm. And um, I ended up doing an internship. I got one at Elle magazine and I was like, oh my gosh, I like it was the dream because also I had researched that whole time, like how to get an internship mm-hmm. with fashion magazines. And it just seemed like so unachievable. It was so weird. Like mm-hmm. you needed so many internships to get an internship. And I'm like, yeah. this makes it's like <laughs> the experience you need experience to get experience. Right. But how do you have it with yeah. it's such a weird cycle. It yeah. does like, I don't know how. And so I finally did get one. My, I guess, junior year of college, yeah. The, no, yes, the summer after my junior year of college. Went up to New York and worked there. And that was, I mean, it was an incredible experience because the people I got to work with were just incredible. But I kind of, I was like, oh, wow. I was in the accessories closet and I didn't expect as much office. Like, I was in an mm-hmm. office a lot. Yeah. And it was it was so weird to be like, there's, there's no music playing. Like it's, it's silent. I didn't realize like offices are silent. Yeah. And that really was just, so the office environment I didn't love, but I got to assist on, um, different shoots that they did and like help the stylist and, you know, prep for shoots and unpack it shoots and all that. And so that was really fun. And being on set, I realized like, okay, this is the environment I really, really like. And so that was really cool that it showed me that, but I was like, okay, but I don't think fashion magazine is where I want to be. Right. And so that was a weird like shock because literally since 13, I was one track mind and then ended up getting there and doing it. And like I said, you know, the people, were incredible it really was it wasn't a bad experience because of the people it was a great experience and I still am in contact with a lot of the people I worked with there but yeah just then the the work itself wasn't what I wanted and so it was kind of hard like it was kind of a tough pill to swallow of yeah. like okay that's not what I want so what do I want? And so then I did, I had another internship that I had to do to graduate. Um, and I did that after I finished up all my coursework at Auburn and went back to New York and did an internship that I, like I went into it thinking it was going to be one thing and then got thrown in a different thing. And it kind of was very disappointing and, but also taught me a lot mm-hmm. and then also taught me a lot of what I didn't want, really? which was nice, yeah. hard in the moment, but nice to learn those lessons. And so after that, I was like, I, I, that experience in general, I was like, I can't, I, I can't do this at all. I had to like almost completely remove myself from everything, including New York. And I was like, I can't even be here right now. Yeah. It was, it kind of just like drained me of everything and so I I just I was like I I don't know what I'm doing but I do know that I want to just move back south it's weird because my entire entire life I've thought 
I have to get out of the South yeah. as soon as I can. Like, right. I don't want to be here. It just, it was not what I wanted. And then to go up there and be like, oh, wow, there's a lot of beauty there that I didn't appreciate. Mm-hmm. Or I just was so accustomed to that I didn't, you know, give it, you know, the gratitude that, yeah. you know, right. it deserved. And so I came back South and had no idea what I was going to do. And knew, I mean, I didn't want to move back to Rainsville, but I was like, okay, well, I had friends from Auburn who lived here in Birmingham. So I was like, okay, well, I'll try Birmingham and landed here and still landed without having any idea. And Mm -hmm. then kind of when I got here, found out, oh, film is happening here. And so, and then ended up doing my first one a couple of months after I moved here. And that was my first time on a like a film set Mm -hmm. and that's when I was like oh wow this is this is everything I hoped all of that other would be right and it's just so weird to like discover new passions you know what I mean like it's so crazy to think about all the things that we may love that fill us up so much that we don't even know would right so because I never even thought about film as a anything that I wanted to do. It was always fashion for me. And so to, to be so fulfilled by something that I never expected. Right. It's so crazy. Young, you only have like a couple of like categories that you can go into. Like Mm -hmm. I know when I was younger Mm -hmm. trying to decide what I wanted to do with my life, it was Mm -hmm. like, these are the achievable goals or these are the things that I know that Mm -hmm. people do. And so when I went to college, I was like, what do I want to do? And I didn't yeah. realize how many options there were out there. Yeah. I didn't realize how many jobs there were. I didn't ha- realize how many obscure jobs yeah. there were. And you don't ever realize that until you just kind of go along the path that you've already set out for yourself. Like mm-hmm. you wouldn't have known that you didn't like working in a fashion magazine yeah. unless you went and you did, did it. it. Yeah. And then you realize, wait, there's this whole other aspect and I do enjoy doing this. Yeah. And then something else comes along and you're like, wow, this is fulfilling a lot of these desires and these needs that I didn't even realize I had because I didn't even know at the beginning, this was an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool how you kind of unintentionally, I feel like stumble seems so careless, but you're, you're moving forward. It's just something kind of comes along your path and you're like, this is another Avenue I need to take. And, and, and what's so crazy too, is like that all, all of that seemed, you know, with New York and all the, seemed so disappointing Mm -hmm. and like it was I mean it kind of propelled me into a little bit of like almost an identity crisis because Mm -hmm. that was so much for so many years exactly what I wanted to do and it wasn't even that I didn't even it wasn't that I never got to even achieve it I I mean not that I like oh wow I had this whole career like but I got I got my foot in the door. I got to see it Mm -hmm. and then realized this isn't for me. Right. And so then that propelled me into this whole spiral of like, okay, well, if that's not for what is for me, I have no idea. There was never a plan B. Mm -hmm. I was very, it was, it's kind of funny to think about, like, I never doubted whether or not I could achieve it even like from a young age like I always knew I would that's what I would do so I never created a plan b like a fallback plan right you know and I never expected to need a fallback plan if I didn't like it yeah Mm -hmm. you know so it was it was that that was a weird coming back from New York and um 
not knowing what I wanted to do for the first time in my life was a little bit of a black hole. It's scary. And I think another thing that really made me so anxious and kind of like spiral into a place that was hard to pull myself out of was like growing up, you know, as like I said, when I was 13 looking at apartments in New York, yeah. it was like, but there was all, there was at that time, it's like, I, I, that's what I wanted and I wanted mm-hmm. to pursue it and all of that. But there was something holding me back. I mean, I was in school, I was right. 13 years yeah. old. Like yeah. there was those things that were not allowing me to do the, that. Mm-hmm. And this coming out of, you know, New York and, you know, graduating college and all of that, it was like, for the first time in my life, I had no ties holding me back, mm-hmm. but right. I also had no idea what I wanted to do with it. Yeah. And so that was so, that was, a, that was really tough because yeah. it's like I had the freedom, I had the capability, right. I was able, but I had no idea what it was right. that yeah, I wanted. Exactly. And that was, it's like I had waited so long for that opportunity and now it was here and I wasn't taking advantage of it. Right. And that was really, that was that was tough just because yeah. I was like what I would have given to have that freedom, you know, in those other times right. when I did have direction and then now I have the freedom and have no direction. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was, that was tough, but I feel like I'm, I'm better now. Yeah. <laughs> so but, that was, you said your junior year of college. Well, junior and senior. Okay. So I did okay. my first one summer after my junior year and then the semester after my senior year. Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah, over the course of junior yeah. senior year of college. And so obviously you realized at that time, like this isn't exactly what mm-hmm. I do. How did you, you moved back to Birmingham. How did you get into the film world? Like how I, did you get into what you're currently I kind of just, I mean, honestly fell into, well, because it's weird. It's weird in retrospect, looking back at like, I didn't know film was happening, but yeah. To um, reference the last internship I did, or film was happening in Birmingham, to clarify, but the last internship I did, we did this one short film, and it that was, we, like, I was working to help produce that one, and being on that set, I was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. I like mm. this environment. I liked yeah. it more than just still... I don't know something about like the mo- like moving image and like yeah. there's a little bit more pressure there's you know and then when you have uh like sound and dialogue the like right. pressure of like I don't know it's like it makes you so much more I don't know there there was just something about like when I was on those editorial uh like photo shoots um in New York you know you've got and, and the irony is this is what I said that I loved, but like you have your loud music and everyone's mm-hmm. talking and mm-hmm. people are running around. There's no like, like special breakable thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so the first time, you know, I was on something and it's like, you can't shift your weight. You can't talk because yeah. you'll m- disrupt sound right. that. And you're like, you're, you're so much more paying attention and focused on what's mm-hmm. happening because you can't be right. disruptive because yeah. it'll ruin the project. I think that that was something, it just made it so much more sacred and special, weirdly. And I think it has a lot to do with it just being like sound recorded because, you know, you can't be talking and shuffling yeah. and, right. you know. Um, so, yeah, the first or that last internship, uh, I worked on a short film and 
that was my first time, you know, working at all with film and then came back here to Birmingham and um, didn't know what I was doing for a long time. And then Prissy, do you know Prissy Lee? That name's so familiar. Mm -hmm. She works on a lot of um, films here in Birmingham in the art department. She posted that she needed help on a film that she was working on on Instagram. And I responded and I was like, hey, I'd love I'd love to help out. And so she kind of, yeah, she I have a lot to credit to her because she, yeah, got me and then also got me on the one I'm working on now. So she's yeah, she's incredible. So, Yeah. yeah. And then ended up. Yeah, working on that one in props and um then the the girl I worked for, Marissa, on that one, the same one who didn't know what buggies were. Um we did she did another one this past summer in Columbus, uh, Georgia and asked me to be on that one. So it's kinda just I don't really know how I got into it other than just like fell into it. Yeah. And also yeah. I don't know. I've kinda the older I get, the more I'm like, I just want to try new things, you know? Yeah. So it was it was kind of just like, okay, I've never done this, but if you need help, I'm willing to help, yeah. and right. I'll do whatever I need to do to learn. And so, yeah, that, yeah, kind of, so that's cool. how it happened. That's so <laughs> it's cool. not really like anything crazy other than, like, just responded to an Instagram story. Yeah. And then, but I mean, like, good for you for seeing that as something that you're like, you know what, I think I want to do that. And I'd like to put forth effort in it. And I think I could do it. Yeah. And then taking that step because a lot of yeah. people would have been like, oh, that would be a cool job. And then just keep going. Yeah. And you were like, no, this is something that there's something inside me yeah. that kind of jumped a little bit. And I I need to take yeah. that step. I remember now what I was saying or, or trying to get to earlier is before leading up to that, before I responded to that Instagram story there, it was weird how. I was like, you know, I think I really would like to work in film. Yeah. And like, but like, I mean, yeah. it was kind of just like this precursor that kind of had started setting my mind to like shift right. gears from like fashion to film. And I was just like, you know, that's, an, I think I'd really enjoy that. Yeah. And then, you know, it kind of like prepped me to be able to see that post and be like, oh, cool. This is that opportunity yeah. I've been waiting for. You know, right. it was like, it, it kind of, my mind had already been like shifting my perception of what I wanted to do that kind of prepped me for that. But it's funny now, I mean, looking back over, you know, the course of where I would say I draw inspiration from, Mm -hmm. um, it's funny because I've never, never, never been one who looked at fashion magazines Mm -hmm. or runway shows, which is so weird to me. Yeah. It's always, always, always been like films and characters and films where I even like styling inspiration where I draw, you know, that from. And so it's and I didn't even realize that until recently, like looking back, you know, oh, wow, this has actually been more my influence than, Mm. you know, a fashion magazine. It's weird. Yeah. 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 So I like the idea of. I think with clothes, what I love about them is like so much of the story they tell about the person. Yeah. And I like when clothes feel like, you know, just like a second layer of skin for that person. You know, like I like uniform, you know, kind of like identifying pieces for that person or, you know, some, I don't know. I like when it just feels so natural to them. So, and I think, you know, that's when 
film does that well, it just creates a better story, you know? And so I think, yeah, that's though those films have always been where they do that. Well, have always been more my influences yeah. than, you know, a glossy magazine page. Right. I've never connected with that. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, that's kind of <laughs> how it happened. And it's like been this weird revelation of, Oh wow. Like, Oh, this all makes sense. And right. Oh yeah. wow. How crazy, you know, and to say, and I don't, it's funny cause I don't see New York as a mistake. And too, like, I mean, I may be back in New York one day. I'm not like, yeah. it's not like written off. It's just like right. at that time I just yeah. needed just a change. And now it makes so much sense why I needed a change because I needed to come here and like to find this, you right. know? Yeah. And so, yeah. But the thing that troubled me the most with New York and I see it, that it's not here in Birmingham is I feel like so much of my experience and the people that I interacted with in New York were hurry, 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 mm-hmm. get it done. Like mm-hmm. it to it, but to not allow it to be done efficiently and correctly. Yeah. yeah. So in the end you spend more time on that task because right. you have to redo it yeah. multiple times. Whereas here I feel like, and I mean, I think the South in general people understand that, you know, things take the time that they take. Yeah. And if you want them to be done well, you know, that, that you can get them done right the first time. Right. It might take more time, yeah. you know, to do it the first time. But in the end, it actually doesn't take more time because you don't have to waste so much time redoing it. Yeah. Does right. That make sense? Correcting the problem. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I feel like. You know, that other way of thinking of like hectic chaos, go, 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 you end up, it's, it's just not done well. Yeah. And it's, you know, you, it's just a time waste for everyone involved. And yeah. so, and then you come out with a product that's like kind of just mediocre and not right. great, you know, and filled with mistakes. So I like that approach of, getting it done right the first time mm-hmm. even if it takes more time to yeah. do that yeah. you know i like that i i appreciate that i mean that's what craft is is it not you know so right. but yeah no i like the south who would have known i yeah. know i think about that all the time and i still like i think i'm still open to moving and going oh to yeah places, no me too me too there's something that just always draws me back mm-hmm. which is literally never something i ever thought would yeah. happen yeah i never thought it'd move back to Birmingham. Yeah. Looking ahead, are you like a, a planner for the future? Or are you just kind of seeing where this goes or? You know, I don't, I'm trying to, I feel like I'm trying to figure that out about myself right now yeah. because I have been so much of a planner most of my life. Mm-hmm. And, but now it's like, I don't even know what's ahead to even like do you know what I mean like it's all such new territory for me that I don't even know how to plan it so I'm kind of just letting it come as it does yeah which is kind of really I've realized I really like letting that kind of go and letting it unfold as it does is kind of a better place to be anyway and so yeah I I'm yeah I'm open that's the thing which is nice it's like for the first time I'm like open to come what may you know and letting it happen and it feels very freeing you know yeah Yeah. but I mean I know I want to be doing something I love and I know that I want to be 
you know, inspired by that. But yeah, beyond that, you know, I think that's the thing is because I've realized your mind can change and what you once thought you would love may not be that. Right. And so now I'm just like, okay, I just want to follow that, like what that thing is that I love. And so because of that, I feel like my planning has kind of taken the back, the back burner because, you know, I've realized, oh, what you love can change. Yeah. So makes things exciting. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm also, I feel like in a big, like eat, pray, love mode. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm kind of like, I kind of want to just like move to Europe and then do that for a bit. And then like, I don't know. (laughs) You should go for it. I know. I feel like if you have, I'm so of, if you have the opportunity to take it because you never know if something's going to come up again. New York, I don't consider a mistake, but Bonnaroo, was 100% a mistake. Oh, yeah? <laughs> why is that? You just burned? It was horrible. Oh. I mean, it was it was horrible. What? what why? Give um, us details. We, so, do y'all know Anna Howard, now Smith? Uh, she and I have been best friends since... Well, actually, we didn't meet until our senior year of high school. But even though we grew up like five minutes down the road from each other, um, she called me one day and she was like, Hannah do you want to go to Bonnaroo for free? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like we had been p- dreaming of going to Bonnaroo, Bonnaroo, <laughs> Bonnaroo for years. Like we just wanted like music festivals. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. You like how fun Instagram, et cetera. Right. <laughs> you know, like the yeah. whole idea just seemed so great. And we were like, cool. And so we, um, she was like, yeah, let's go. I found out we can um, uh, go for free if we volunteer. Yeah. Red flag. Yeah. Uh, and it like all these bands are playing. It'll be so great. I was like, yes, we're going. So uh, we packed up. I borrowed my dad's old pickup truck and we packed the bed down with all our tents. And, and also, also, just to preface... This was also a time when Anna and I were trying to convince ourselves we were outdoorsy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. We were like, yeah, we can camp. <laughs> sure, we can go sleep in the woods. Like, and so we had done a few like test runs of yeah. trying to camp <laughs> with friends. And it was like horrible, but we were still in that denial period of right. like, that wasn't bad. Yeah, like no. it, 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 we feel terrible and we're super gross. Yeah. And it was so human mid in that tip but yeah it was so fun yeah, like right? yeah it was great and so we uh we're like yeah let's go to Bonnaroo we know how to camp now we love music <laughs> awesome <laughs> and so we packed up uh the old red pickup truck and headed on our way to Tennessee to go to Bonnaroo and we get there and the thing about volunteers is you have to be you have to come in like three days before the music festival starts. Oh, wow. Which seems overkill. Yeah. Yeah. So we had camped for three days. <sighs> and the music had not <laughs> even started. And people are doing like hard drugs everywhere around you. And yeah. we were full on terrified, like <laughs> terrified. And it's it. And then, all, of course, as it does, 
I think maybe the first night it came like a torrential downpour. Right. And so now you're dealing with, you know, half a foot of mud everywhere you go. And so we were, but at that point we were like, this is, we're handling this. It is fine. We're, we're good. And then we ended up, um, so by day three, we had camped for three days. And then the next day the festival started, we were volunteers and we got put our job, our post. Luckily we were together because I don't know how we would have survived this far without being together. But we, our job was to be behind the food trucks, guarding the dumpsters. Oh my <laughs> To gosh. tell the food vendors how to recycle their garbage <laughs> in which dumpster to uh-uh, put in what. what? Which no. also the vendors already knew. It yeah. wasn't like people just come in, like it wasn't just, you know, audience right. or people. Drunk people yeah, yeah, no, no. Right. It was like the people who were working there. Right. So they knew the system. Yeah. So basically it was just pointless and we were just walking and doing like like making up handshakes by the dumpster to like (laughs) kill time on our six hour shift in the beaming sun in Tennessee. Oh, in the middle of summer, it was horrible by, by a gross smelling dumpster. Mm -hmm. So if this paints a picture, I think there's (laughs) some photos somewhere (laughs) of us like, yeah, this isn't bad. Like, we're like, no, it was horrible. And, um, and then, after that shift, we ended up going going to our first show of the festival, and we saw a band who we had already seen play elsewhere like five times, oh. and we were just, at that point, we were like, we can't, no, we're not doing this. Yeah. We This is horrible. This is absolutely horrible, and there's drunk people everywhere. There's people like, like, you would see them, and they were just like spinning these hula hoops around their arms and like doing all these weird, crazy things with hula hoops. But like you look in their eyes and there's no one there. Yeah. It's just like glossed over. Yeah. And we were just overwhelmed. We we're like, this is horrible. This is so bad. This is so bad. And so we were like, we're leaving. We're busting out of here. We're, I mean, we can't do this anymore. And so we we're like, I don't care because the, the ticket was free. As long as you volunteered, but we're like, we don't care. We're paying for the ticket. We don't care. Like we're leaving. It was, it was the worst thing. And Anna can tell the story so much better because she's such a incredible storyteller. But we ended up, we're like, once we decided, we're like, okay, we're going back to the camp. We're packing up our stuff. Oh, I forgot to say all the, like we, the like water everywhere you went Mm -hmm. smelled like rotten eggs because it was sulfur water so like everything uh, so just yeah. like everything was disgusting like beyond disgusting and so we went back to our camp and we're packing up we're like okay we're gonna do this we're gonna get out of here quick we're and so we like literally like clockwork we just started loading the truck back up we our tent we put it in there we packed our bags we did everything and while we're doing this there's this guy and it's like pitch black in this middle of this field because there's not really any lights and there's this guy and I go Anna and she said yeah I see him and he is on his hands and knees and his arms are stretched out like beside him mm-hmm. and he's going ah, ah, <laughs> and these in these cops on horses like come by him we're like okay good like they're gonna handle this and they're like hey man you okay He's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just regulating. And we were like, 
Okay. <laughs> okay. And we were like, come on, come on, snap too. And we were like, we're getting out of here. We're getting out of here. And so we pack up the truck. We finally, like, we're, we're backing out. We're ready to go. We're um, driving down, trying not to hit anybody who's right. in the middle of the road regulating whatever <laughs> the heck that means. And, like, his, his, if you could see, if I could explain to you, every muscle in his body was, like, <laughs> Tense. tense like his, his <laughs> he was like full on i mean i don't know i've never seen anything like it anyway so we we're trying to not hit him and anyone else like him and we're like busting out of there and like i said it rained so it's super muddy yeah our uh truck uh gets stuck oh no and so we're like and, and that's when anna had have had a full-on breakdown we're like we can't do this and then when that truck got stuck because i was driving i just like crumbled yeah i just like <laughs> i just broke and i am <laughs> sobbing and it was like and anna like came too and she was like we're getting out of here like right. she she had it together at that point and i was a mess and so she went over to the people to like they had this gator that would help people get um come get your car if it was stuck and pull you out and so she was like, I'm going to go get the people to help us get out. And so we, uh, she went to them and she was like, Hey, we're like trying to leave. And our truck just got stuck in the mud. And they're like, Oh no, you can't leave. We're like, what? And they, they were like, Oh no, once you're, once you're here, you can't, you can't leave. And we were like, no, we're leaving. <laughs> we're <What>? leaving. <laughs> we're leaving. And so it was yeah, I don't know. They have this weird rule, which is terrifying, yeah. that once you get to Bonnaroo, you're not, like, allowed to leave at your own free will. What? You're you're there for the extension of the the festival. Oh, no. And so we... <laughs> no. Isn't that horrible? Yeah. Like, how terrifying? I can understand not coming back, like, not being no, allowed not be, back in. Yeah. No, but to leave in general is not allowed. And so Anna was like, we're leaving. And so I'm over here a sobbing mess. And she's like, <laughs> I got this. So she put on her acting cap. And she went over there and she was like, um, my grandmother, we just got a call. And she is in the hospital. And it doesn't look like she's going to make it. And so we need to leave to yeah. get out of here. And they were like, oh, my gosh. And, and we had had this discussion of, like, what we were going to, like, how what excuse we were going to make. And mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to say that someone in my family is sick because, like, I don't want to like put yeah. that out there. Right. And she was like, well, my grandmother's already passed. So, and I believe that <laughs> she is up in heaven right now, <laughs> allowing us to use her name yeah. to get out of here. She is helping us. And so we were like, and so she was like, I'm going to go do it. And so she went over there and she was like, my, my family just called and my grandmother, she's in the hospital and it doesn't look like it's going to be good. And so we're just trying to get out of here to make it to hopefully get there in time. And Hannah, she's, she's super close to her as well. Like <laughs> she's like one of her grandma. And like, oh, it, no, it worked out perfectly because I'm over there like sobbing <laughs> because our truck is stuck in the mud, but it works perfectly for the right. story yeah. because yeah, I'm an emotional wreck and they're like, oh, Oh my goodness! I'm so sorry. We, yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll get you someone. We'll we'll help you get out. And we were like, yeah. and she, Anna was like, okay, good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and so she they ended up getting someone to help get our truck out, and they had to like radio through so many checkpoints to tell them to let us out because so there were so many roadblocks to get out. And then when we finally got back to the highway, the like 
the road where you turned into the road was lined with sheriff cars and state troopers and city police and they all had their lights on and we had to like no one was allowed in or out like there was a line of cops blocking the road and we finally got to um civilization Mm -hmm. we went to a gas station and uh had our first um like re-entry into uh, the world (laughs) of that weird weird and i'm not even at all capturing how weird it truly was in in there but um and we went into the bathroom to like wash our hands for the first time and we thought we were gross but then we got to that like that gas station and looked in the mirror and we were like we look like we i mean it was awful and then we drove all night long and we felt like we were like escaping a cult yeah 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 it was it was something and then we got home and i it was weird the next day it was like almost like had a little bit of like just post-trauma yeah it felt weird the next day of like what did i just go through and my my dad still cracks up because he's like yeah you you want to go to bonnaroo this year and i'm like no i don't yeah he holds it over me because he was like he was the one who was like you really want to go to that place? And I was like, yeah, it's going to be so awesome. It's yeah. going to be so fun. And then uh, we come back in the middle right. of the night crying and dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, you want to go to Bonnaroo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, it was, wow. it was a time. Yeah. There was this lady who, this older lady who was camped beside us and she had this old van that she sold baked goods out of. <laughs> we were like, Okay, um, and she, yeah, it was just like the most odd grouping of people, and I like unique and eccentric people, <laughs> yeah, but this was something different right. <laughs> to where I'm like, I should not be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we go though, do you yeah, have yes. anything you want to plug, like? websites oh, or gosh. instagram I mean, or yeah okay yeah. okay uh sure go follow me on the web everyone <laughs> oh um my uh website is hannahreilly.com and then my instagram recently changed but it's now hannah riley with four underscores <laughs> i'm trying to get that clean at hannah riley but it's it's a process. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks well, so much for doing this. Yeah, yeah of course. Thank y'all for having me. This was fun. This wasn't scary. Yeah, it's not scary. Which I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I know y'all, so I knew it wouldn't right. be scary. I'm yeah. just. I'm always yeah. scared about myself. <laughs> Shouldn't like, be afraid of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, uh, like I don't know, m- rambling. Nah, you sounded great. Uh, okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, sweet. Bye. 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 This is a mistake. I have stitches under there too. It's because I fell onto a Christmas tree playing Barbies. Oh, how, what? <laughs> you want to know? How, how giant are you? <laughs> you fell onto a Christmas tree? What does that mean? It's all about turning those paper clips into dollars. Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's just one big paper clip. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Yeah, it's a business.